is Sunday Lech Lecha, Sheer 69, and the Miller, or actually the elder over here that's in the story, Shkaya Chavitzchak, quoted Josephus, and the young man asks him why he quotes Josephus as opposed to quoting the Chacham, who for sure will say something more enthusiastic about Klai Yisrael. So he explains that the greatness of a people is measured by the standards of the masses, of the standard person. Even though the Chacham are definitely more reliable than any historian. But when the words are coming from someone who was hostile to the sages, meaning like uh, uh, Josephus, he was hostile to the Chachamim, they obviously are giving us the smallest taste of the truth, but if there's enough enthusiasm in the words that he writes, then that would be enough to inspire us even today. He gives another example from Josephus. He says, for our people, he's quoting Kalal Yisrael, if anybody would ask about our laws. Very interesting. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Listen to what he writes. He says, if anyone would ask one of the Yidin about their law, about the Torah, he would easily tell them everything more than he would say his own name. You hear what he says? He says, because we, are, we, we learn the, the Torah immediately, as soon as we become sensible to anything, the Gemara says a person has to teach his kid Torah right away, and therefore it's engraved in our Nishamas, there are very few people that are over on the Torah, but it's impossible for someone that's over to escape punishment. Again, this is a quote from Josephus. Pretty heavy quote. We know the halach is, the first thing you teach a kid to talk is not to say mommy and tati, it's to say tari So didn't did in the Gemara, Zach Josephus, that Klai Yisrael would respond to Divrei Tari quicker than they would tell you their name. I don't know if that works nowadays anymore. But this is what he says. He says, more than one or two did not listen to the halachas of the Torah, right? But not because they were afraid of getting killed. He said, he writes very like poetic, but they, no one would dare, there's no one as evil to Klal Yisrael as somebody that speaks contrary to the laws of the Torah. So again, he's demonstrating the importance of Torah to Klal Yisrael at that time. He said, there's no one, no, this is in a different, a different book of his, he says that apparently Abedi Miller was quite knowledgeable in Josephus' books. He says, even now, there is no one of any of the Yidin who does not act as if Moshe Abedi was alive now and ready to punish him if he should do anything that's improper. Hear what he writes? Hear what he writes? This is a Freya Yid. A Yid that has nothing good to say about Klai Yisrael. He says, everybody knows, it's like a Dover Pashit, that anybody, there's not one person, see today, the concept of having a Freya Yid, 
was apparently not so shchiach in those days, if you think about it. Because he's saying everybody that was there acted as if Moshe Rabbeinu was present now. I don't know. You have to know the Metzias. There were Mitziavnim. But apparently from Josephus' quote, it sounds like all of Kalayasol kept the tire. He says... He says that... He, be, he brings a few different quotes. He says that the terrible Tsaris that we experienced worse than any other people experienced. Still, we will not renounce the religion of our forefathers, quoting Klai Yisrael. And he said, the Yidin don't listen to any commands that the Goyim tell them. And they even went under tremendous Tsaris because of, the, because of not listening to the Goyim until the king, the king forgave them. I've got a quote from Josephus. So basically, he's talking, and he's talking about people that were hired by a foreign army. That's the, that's the backdrop of what Josephus is talking about. Now if you think about it, who gets, who gets hired to, to be a soldier in a foreign army? He's obviously a lowly fellow. You know, it's not a, not a very prestigious job to fight in a different army. He says, and Josephus is talking about those people, and he says that those people, that's the quote that he's talking about, they underwent Messias Nefesh to be able to keep the tire. He says, he quotes another piece from him, he says, others think that it's a, a hush of a thing to continue nothing that has been delivered by their forefathers, which is the typical guy, they feel that they're smarter than the earlier generations, right? The, uh, the typical guy today thinks he's smarter than the previous generations. But we, we find our chachma and our tzidkas to only be based on what we have in the Messiah. This is what Josephus writes. I'm the opposite of a guy. By us, the earlier generations are our, are our light. By the Goyim, it's the opposite. The later generations are smarter than the earlier generations. And even after the, sec- the Churban of the second Vesemikdash, we had Rabbi Akiva, who had 24,000 Talmidim, who left, it, who left their homes and followed him. He said, as the times went on, the numbers got less and less. In the first Vesemikdash, Elisha Hanavi had an enormous amount of people that came to listen to him. And after they left to go home, there were 2,200 Talmidim who were fed by him. The Gemara says in Ksubis. Cheskiyah HaMelech had 100,000 Talmidim. And Shevna had 130,000. This is a perfect example of what we talk about, that the numbers don't count. Chazal say Shevna was a Russia, really. He was not a good person. But in Taira, he was superior to Cheskiyah. He had a bigger yeshiva. He had 130,000. Cheskyo only had 100,000. But the bottom line is, Shevna most people never heard of. And Cheskyo HaMelech is some of the greatest people Kalayas will ever had. Why? It's not about numbers. It's about Yerushimayim. That's what it's about. The Gemara says about Rav, first generation Amaira. When his Talmidim left, there were always 1,200 Talmidim with him. Rav Huna had 800. Rav and Abiyasif had 400. And the other Chacham had 200. 
So basically, as the generations got less and less and less, the Torah was minimized. But this you see clearly, that definitely in those days, the focal point was Torah. And apparently, the, I think the biggest Chiddush that we learned tonight was that Josephus claims that a person would rat, would easier say over a piece of Torah than to say over his own name. That's like, that's astounding to think about. The Clarkite that Kalaius all had in learning was so clear that they knew it more than they knew their own name. Something to say. Some, it was the pastime in Kalaius, so instead of watching bull games and doing other things, Shimshim Pincus speaks about this. Someone sent me a recording. He's talking about, you know, when it comes closer to Mashiach, what the Nisayan is. The Nisayan is that Yidin lose touch in what a Yid keeps himself busy with. A Yid keeps himself busy with Tyre. Varts, something, Epis Tyre. And sometimes a person could get twisted and get, keep himself busy with all other kinds of shtusim that the Gayim are busy with. Concerts, celebrities, you name, whatever. Stupidities. In those days, it was Mamish Kulay Tyre. That's what it is. That's all it was. They appreciated it. They understood it. That was the Shashuin. That was their pastime. That was their entertainment. Zuck, Zuck Josephus, to quote Josephus. To quotes. They understood, he understood, that the godless of Claudius, so generally, there's no, sounds like no exception to the rule. Every single individual in Claudius, so you would ask them, they would know Claudius, the Tyre, more than they would know their own name. Dover Palamide, if you think about it.